Hi, and welcome back to Showing Up Whole, the place where we discuss balance in mind, body, heart, and spirit in every aspect of our lives. And at the same time today, we are talking about winter solstice, celebrating the darkest night of the year, and acknowledging the year that's been and the year that can be. Hi, and happy winter solstice. You know, the solstice has always had a special space in the heart of my family and I. And it's interesting because I was not raised in celebrating the winter solstice. It actually emerged over time as I was raising our young daughters, as we were working within what we wanted to celebrate as parents. My husband and I did a lot of deep diving of what what we wanted to celebrate, what we wanted to acknowledge at the end of the year, and how that how we wanted to be all-encompassing. And the winter solstice is really something that is all-encompassing. You know, every tradition in the world really has some form of a festival of light. And it always seems that, I mean, it does always align with the solstice, solstices, whether the summer solstice or the winter solstice. And within that, I find that there is an opportunity to acknowledge paths of wholeness, of really tapping in to the light within ourselves. So if you don't know, the winter solstice is, from the calendar year, the darkest night. It is when... Um, and. On, on the other side of the world, in the southern hemisphere, it would be the summer solstice and reverse the way around so that when we are in our summer solstice, which is the longest day in, here in the northern hemisphere, then in the southern hemisphere, that's when they are in their darkest night and are the longest night. So the longest night is rather symbolic. Because really what you are celebrating when you are looking at celebrating the winter solstice, you are acknowledging just the the dark of the world. And I don't mean that to sound ominous. It's not like the dark forces of the world. It is acknowledging the dark of the world and the fact that you are a bright light within it. That your spark of light within you is shining brightly within even dark times. You know, um, when we were raising our children, we loved to read the child, children's picture book by Neil Donald Walsh called Little Soul in the Sun. And it's, it's, a, it's a small volume that's really taken from one small story from his book's Conversations with God. And within that book, there is this story about how you know, Little Soul in the Sun is truly about a soul before deciding to come and be born as a human on earth. And they're talking about the soul's journey. And they mention how a candle among all the other candles can't be seen. But when you put a candle in the dark, it gives the candle a chance to shine brightly. And this concept of each soul, each spirit, each individual being is a candle, is a light. And therefore then you get your chance to shine your brightest in within the dark. If you hold a candle up to the sun, as the book says, you cannot see the light. This is the concept of, of contrast, 
right? That everything has polar opposites. And it doesn't mean that any side of those polar opposites has to be bad. It doesn't have to be good. It just is. And it's really important to acknowledge your own inner light within the dark. You can see those darks as challenges. You can see those darks as times of of heaviness, um, at times of um, difficulty. You can see that as times of stress, of, of strain, whatever you want to see that darkness as. It doesn't really matter because it's not about putting your attention on the dark. The key is, is to put your attention on the light. So the winter solstice is a time of acknowledging both the longest night, the darkest time, and within that, your inner light, the light that you bring to the world. And now, whatever traditions you might be based in, or if you are none at all, you will still know that there is some stories or myths that resonate with the light of the world, that resonate with a festival of light, a celebration of the light within the dark. These usually do fall in times of winter, you know, or times of darkness. It's time of hibernation. And within that, it's, it's a time of going within yourself. If you are in the Northern Hemisphere and you are feeling the bites of winter, it's important to ride your seasons. There is this phenomenal balance that comes with acknowledging the seasons of life. There's nothing worse than trying to push through and act the same way and get everything done the same way you did on the summer when you are surrounded by ice and snow and biting wind. It truly does not flow the same way. And so when you actually start playing with seasons, when you acknowledge the longest night, you know, we've been experiencing a, a lengthening of dark within our days. Daylight isn't as long. It just isn't. Whereas in the summer, you'll remember it was sunny until like 10 o'clock at night. And that is shifting and changing. So as it shifts and changes, your body is actually telling yourself to slow down. It is telling yourself to rest, to actually sort of hibernate. And in that, give yourself an opportunity to, to stoke your light, to let your light shine out without action, to take some time for reflection, for contemplation, to allow yourself to honor your light. And what I've found is that what's, what's fascinating is, is that we kind of tell these stories of like light or dark, which turns into these stories of good or bad. But when you actually see these times of longer nights, of darker times, and you realize that you adjust yourself to a quieter state of presence, when you give yourself the opportunity to stoke that light, and to ask yourself what that light seat is for you and how you shine forth with that light, then suddenly you appreciate the dark differently. You appreciate these times when you actually get to go within, that you don't need to be rushing about in the same way, 
suddenly it turns into part of your path where you have that, you know, divine feminine, divine masculine flow and balance, that yin and yang balance, that time of action-focused summertime versus that time of contemplative wintertime. There's never been a more important time for you to be able to discern your inner authentic truth from the chaos that's in the world. This isn't a time of reaction. It is a time for going within and connecting with your heart center. You came to this world for a purpose, even if you don't have a clue what that is. The world is truly a better place because you are here. But you want to shine your brightest and be the best version of you, not just for yourself, but for your family and other people in your life. It is truly time to show up whole. I'm Christina Fletcher. I'm a spiritually awareness coach and energy healer, supporting people just like you who are feeling drained out and scattered in all directions, helping you to ground, feel whole, and tap into your truest self. This leads to feeling calm, focused, clear, and empowered. It deepens your connections with others as well as to the universe itself. Spiritual awareness means you are aware of your spiritual self, of your whole perspective. With simple steps, tools, and practices, you can stretch this energetic muscle so you can bring your whole self into all situations, no matter how stressful. Through my various memberships, books, and one-on-one coaching programs, I can share the tools I've gathered over the last 25 years with you so you can feel whole, present, and clear on how to show up as who you really are. Check out my website, spirituallyawareliving.com today, and make sure you sign up for my weekly scroll newsletter for all current information. The winter solstice truly does turn to a time of solace of reflection, of love, and interestingly enough, of light. My winter solstice celebrations um, vary each year. And each year, they, they really start with that moment of contemplation, of asking what's needed, what's needed to acknowledge this change in pace, and change of scene? And how do I stoke my light? When our kids were growing up, my husband and I used to do quite big winter solstice celebrations. We lived with some woods behind us, and we wanted our children to understand the balance of nature. So we'd always acknowledge the fact that, you know, animals in the wilderness didn't have the same access to food or supplies in the winter as they did in the summer. Even though a lot were hibernating, you still had a lot of birds, you had a lot of squirrels, you had a lot of different small cuddly animals that still needed to be fed. There was also deers that were wandering around. They needed some resources. And so we would acknowledge winter solstice when we had young children by creating decorations that were made of food. So we would, you know take like bagels and like cover them in peanut butter or seeds, or we would um, create some sort of, we would get bird um, feeding decorations and, or we'd make bird feeders when they were really crafty and really into that stuff. And so then it became about the big winter 
solstice celebration was trekking out in the snow out to the woods and decorating one of our big trees and then coming back for some treats ourselves with a roaring, roaring fire. This was when we lived on the farm, can you tell? And it really was about acknowledging the time of year. Now, I find that for my own personal celebration, I look at acknowledging the dark. And I don't want that to sound um, ominous, again, like I said, it's a good word. It's not. It's about acknowledging the dark that's out um, as the contrast. And how do I stoke my light that's within myself? How do I shine my brightest? How do I take comfort in this time of year to slow down? How do I slow down? And in that slowing down, turn down the noise of the world and as I turn down the noise of the world, how then do I allow that light to guide me? How do you allow the light to guide you? How do you slow down enough to hear the light so that it can guide you? Like a lantern in the wilderness, guiding you forth, helping you find that path. What do you need to do to slow down and be able to tap into your own light within yourself. I was going through some old papers and I found a old um, agenda, like diary, calendar, that Daniel Laporte had put out because she used to always put out her desire map planners. And I happened to pull open on a December, and she has this beautiful poem that's actually um, written by Mark Huron. It's called, May the Light Long Time Sun Shine Upon You. And I read, a, read it, and I thought, you know, that is such a beautiful intention to set for winter solstice. So let me just read it to you. May the long time sun shine upon you. All love surrounds you, and the pure light within you guide your way on. May the long time sun shine upon you, all love surround you, and the pure light within you guide your way on. That is truly um, the intention of winter solstice. It's knowing that even though you might be surrounded in dark, it doesn't need to be ominous. You can truly love the dark. You know, my husband first came out, went out to Canada for the first time. He looked up at the Canadian skies and he just kept saying, they're so velvety. There's a velvety texture to the beautiful skies. And it's true. It's true. The, there's, a, there's a velvetiness. There's a beauty to the dark night sky. And within a dark night sky, you have all that, those beautiful, brilliant stars. And yet you wouldn't see the stars if it wasn't for the darkness of the sky. So it's important to embrace both. 
It doesn't mean that you drop into a state of heaviness or you're like, it's not like I'm saying, oh no, fall into deep despair and get really, really stressed about all the horrible things that are out there. That is not what the dark is. The dark is simply the contrast to the light. And it's important to surround that contrast in love. Because when you fear it, you amplify what you fear. As I say, what you resist, you persist. What resists, persists. So it's important to instead surround the dark in love and appreciate the fact that no matter how dark it gets, it just makes your light shine the brightest. And wherever the dark is, that there is always, 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 always a brighter light because of it. That there is a brilliance a beautiful, shining, guiding light that occasionally can only shine within. But that's okay. Because pretty soon the seasons will turn around and the light will shine out brighter. You know, you can acknowledge the winter solstice and you can choose not to. You can light a candle, acknowledging the light of the candle, You can light a beautiful fire and you can do like a moonlight ceremony or full moon ceremony by writing down things that you want to release or things you want to intend and burning the list. You can make special treats with your family. You can walk out in the woods and acknowledge nature. You can can do whatever you feel called to do. At the same time, what it comes down to is actually the light within your heart. Know that there's a light within you that is shining forth. And as you listen to this, possibly on winter solstice or even after, whenever you are hearing this, it's important to tap in to the beauty of your light and allow that light to shine forth all the brighter, knowing that it can't be extinguished. All right, a little bit of a shorter episode today as I wanted to just simply acknowledge this time of year to acknowledge this brilliant day or this long night and the magic that sits within it, the presence that sits within it, the opportunities that sits within it, that you can take this moment in time whenever you are listening to this Breathe deeply into your heart and acknowledge the light that's within you. And as you breathe into your heart, acknowledging the light that's within you, simply know that you are a light to the world. Happy, happy solstice celebrations and be well.